Welcome back to the Forget Me Not Diaries. I'm your host, Tyra. And I'm your host, Bree. We are two lifelong besties who are delving into what makes us, us. Hey guys, how goes it? Bree and I just got back from Arizona. I thought you were about to say Vegas. I was about to say that, but I'm like... But that was only a short part of the trip. (laughs) Vegas and Arizona. It was such a blast, honestly. It was a wild, long Long trip. Yeah. And it it was very eventful, which I love. But it was fucking crazy. It was fucking crazy, but really fucking good. As you Mm -hmm. guys will hear in Kayla's episode, it was... Yeah. It was wild. (laughs) Long and wild. Did lots of driving. My therapist, when I told him about it, he was like, wow, and you drove to all those places? And I was like, yes, I did. (laughs) Five hours. I think that's what killed me was the five-hour drive. I don't... That fucking sucked ass. Which was beautiful, but it was... Long. And I don't know what made it so long. Like, we can do five hours here, no fucking problem. But maybe it was just so much. Well, and and you don't know the drive. Uh-huh, and so you're, it's probably taking longer than it would if you did. And, yeah. you know, like, going to Homer, you're like, burr, burr. Yeah, And no it's shit. also not a straight shot. No, it's not. And you're <laughs> fucking, you're going up and down, around. You're going mm-hmm. through, like, little tiny cities where the speed limit drops. You're not going straight 85 the entire way. Yeah, and you're in and out of the different states. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so, it's a lot. It's a lot. It was, yeah, it was a really great trip, and I'm so glad we could both be there for Kayla and get her on the podcast. Yeah, that was exciting. I'm so glad we fucking remembered it, because I'm shocked we did. (laughs) Yeah, Kayla was the MVP. She is the MVP. She loves this this show, and she was like, hey, shouldn't we do this? Hey, shouldn't we do this? (laughs) And we were so tired and drained from everything. Tired, drained, a little drunk, stoned as hell. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it was just, it was a thing. Um, but we have a new special guest. Today is our last episode of season one, so we're going to be taking a little bit of a break like we talked about in the bonus episode. Um, if you want to know more about season two and what we're doing, uh, take a listen to that. Um, but today, my sister Kaylee is on with us. Kaylee, say Hello. Hello. <laughs> so Brianna and I were having a conversation <laughs> um, and just talking about, you know, brainstorming podcast ideas. And I thought it would be fun to kind of close out season one with more of a reflection. And instead of them being the interviewers, they're going to be the interviewees. And Ooh. I'm going to ask them some questions. <clears throat> so... How would you say this experience has been in comparison to any expectations you had for the podcast? Like, what challenges did you face? What was harder than expected or easier than expected? Mm. I think what was nice was having no expectations at all. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for season one, definitely. I think that's another... I, I feel like I would almost love to do this every season now because I'm like, to ask me next season... When I do have a plan, (laughs) but this season, I think, um, the experience in comparison to kind of like what I thought it might be at the beginning, I really did not think that we would have such a welcoming base of people to that were listening, you know, and like, I didn't expect to be like talked to about it. Mm -hmm. I just, I didn't expect 
it to be as much work as it is. Let yeah. me say that. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to be real pros. That'll be. But then for we'll sure, real pros. We got an editor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be nice to. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work. It's like having it's like having a second job. So it that part I did not really account for. For sure, a lot of work in this hobby, mm-hmm. and not really a hobby, but like I don't know. You know, <clears throat> no, it is. I feel like it's like a hobby. Yeah, it's like something we do for mm-hmm. fun. Well, what changes do you look forward to making in season two? I'm looking forward to, like I said, having a set plan mm-hmm. because, like, in season one, we've talked about it many times, it was like a three day decision and we just did it and then came out with the podcast without even having a plan for what the season was going to look like. Yeah, from episodes to interviewees, it was mm-hmm. very thrown together. Yeah. Which it makes me almost more proud of it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a half-assed job oh, compared yeah. to what we're going to do next season, oh, yeah. I think. And so, like, for having it be so good. Do you feel like you're you're at, kind of adding structure as you progress with the podcast and, like, learning as you go type thing, but getting more organized? Yeah, definitely. I feel like the podcast, like, as we went through season one even, was doing that. Yeah. Um, we were trying, kind of like just figuring it out as we went, what it meant to like do things. And we had a couple of like, a couple of like hiccups and stuff along the way, but we figured it out and it worked out just fine. Um, I think that changes I also look forward to making are like being, I guess like, yeah, just more prepared for the interviews, for the season, for all of it in general, each minute little detail, being more prepared. And I'm also looking forward to having a break. <laughs> yeah, having the break. I'm excited to maybe start posting more on social media because mm. we'll have – it'll be such a slow time in our life. Yeah. Upcoming, I feel like, you know, mm. when we'll be able to slow down, we'll be able to post things more, be more involved with our listeners. So I'm excited for that. Oh, I have some ideas I thought of yesterday. I can't wait to tell you guys actually that. Yeah. More ideas that like just coming up with more things and seeing where it takes us that that's exciting too. Yeah. Have you felt this experience has made you a little more creative in that way? Like, are you getting more excited about thinking of topics or feel like you have so many topics or do you, are you kind of struggling with ideas? Um, no, I think if anything, we don't talk enough about certain topics Yeah, because we don't need it to be a Joe Rogan experience and have a two and a half hour long episode because no one's gonna, I don't think anyone's going to truly pay attention to that. That's a lot. Well, and I think you lose quality over something that Mm -hmm. long as well. And you're just trying to pay attention. Like, what are they fucking talking about now? What are Mm -hmm. they talking about now? But then again, Joe Rogan experiences the interviews the person for the entire like their experience on life as a whole mm-hmm. we have topics that we're kind of trying to flow with our mm-hmm. right and these are more like mini interviews with people and that's mm-hmm. why it makes it nice too because then you can have repeat guests and then just continue milking yes, that yeah, topic not gonna lie I had somebody compliment me on Krista's episode really they really liked her a lot and I'm like she's a good soul good soul she's Fun a to talk really to. good soul and, and I, we have an extra 40 minute long fucking session with Krista that, that we, we just recorded on random. Yeah, so. we still don't have it, haven't done that. So I think I just want to do another episode with Krista and add that in or something. Yeah. I don't know. Or have like 
all the bonus material mashed together. I don't know, but that that was a good bonus excerpt. Yeah, no, I think our ideas are still, they're still there. We do have so many ideas. Like, I think even just going into October with season two, I think we're going to delve into a lot of spookier things. Yeah, more like um, kind of embracing that spiritual spirituality side and also just going with the theme of fall. I like yeah. that, that we, it kind of just naturally did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. I, think, I think I'm getting more creative in like my research too. I think I want it. That's yeah, something I look forward that. to is like getting more creative in researching our topics and researching how to do a podcast in general and what's successful tips and tricks and stuff so that that's been fun and like challenging at the same time yeah yeah it has been because we're not here to truly make money Mm-mm. like you said it was kind of like a hobby and then we just developed mm-hmm. into this like second job but still a hobby because it's still fun so you mm-hmm. want to put in the effort because it's like a reaping what you sow yeah because you get all you also are spending time with people mm-hmm. that you kind of wouldn't as well yeah it's making time for things that like and getting to know people on different levels mm-hmm. too, yeah. that like because we kind of just dive into it, which is kind of nerve wracking, I guess. When starting the podcast a little bit, uh, especially, it was just like, oh man, are people going to be comfortable asking this or listening? And it's like, no, yeah, they're def- they're here for yeah, it. they're here for it. They're here for every bit of it. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. This is what they want. <laughs> Give them what they want. And there's, you know, there's something. There's something to be said about, you know, having passion behind your hobbies. And this is something that you guys can get really passionate about and share with other people. And, you know, it has a good, good vibe to it. Hell yeah. No, I think I have some ideas that I actually just put into my brain that I'm going to talk to Brianna about now that I am sitting here thinking. This this is just a great episode. <laughs> I can't believe that it's been a whole season already. I feel like it... It was just July, and now we're here in September, and it's like 10 episodes later plus a bonus episode, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, super fun, and that we did that. I'm proud of us. Yeah. And that's a pretty good segue into my next question. How do you feel this podcast has affected your relationship and or friendship? Um, I feel like for me, it's gotten us closer but, like, we were already so close. I don't know. <laughs> Kayla, that's kind of hard because I feel no change. I don't know. Is that bad or it, good? It's not like a <laughs> – yeah, it doesn't – it hasn't affected in, in a really big way. It's more like um, – what's the word? It, it's um, enhanced. Enhanced. Okay, or yeah. Or something yep, like that. Yep, I agree. I agree because I get to talk to Brianna every mm-hmm. week, basically – essentially so that's what's nice too and and it's kind of nice because like it we maybe have more planned times to talk so like it's not always like oh I need to talk to you right now and the other person's busy it's like oh I'll just wait to talk to her when I see her when we go to do the podcast exactly exactly so I Mm -hmm. think that's really nice but otherwise there's not like been a huge change I feel like if anything like I said it's just enhanced what we already had and it's kind of like putting that on show more. Yeah, I agree. Than anything, mm-hmm. I guess that's the biggest effect. It's more. That's definitely out fair. For the world. Like, I um even just listening to different episodes of your podcast, it kind of I laugh sometimes because it I'm on the phone with the two of you so often that it just kind of feels like any other time, you know, like it's not. Um, 
I don't know. It's very welcoming and casual at the same time. Yeah. Chance does not listen to it because he listens to us constantly. And he's <laughs> like, I don't need to fucking listen to an episode of you guys talk. You mm-hmm. talk every day. Why do I need to be there for it? Uh, legit. Okay. I yeah. love you. I am not mad. <laughs> he's like, that's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Nope. Because we will sit here and we'll talk about the same. That's fair. While Chance is in the room. You know, yeah. it's like, he's like, I'm good. Yeah, the only real difference I would say to the mm-hmm. relationship is now we have a microphone in front of it. <laughs> yeah, which we've always wanted. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we both wanted that. Yeah, just to like, <laughs> well, we save each other. We'll like send voice reminders, not reminders, but you know, the voice text. Memos. Memos, voice memos. That's what it is. And mm-hmm. we keep them all and we save mm-hmm. them. Because we like the idea of those recorded little Oh my god, excerpts. I didn't even realize that they probably save in your little info, don't they? Yeah, that's why my thing is so full. Oh, duh. Mm-hmm. LOL. Okay, <laughs> I did not know that. I'll have to listen to some of those. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, that's. I think that's a major difference. Well. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fair. That'll make sense, I feel. What would you say is your biggest hope for the podcast? Like big, I could say like biggest dream, mm-hmm. biggest dream. We fucking go viral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we go fucking viral. We have a little cute little studio. Oh my god! We video dreams. and we hang out and we drink or whatever the <laughs> fuck. Or it's some Saturday morning. We got coffee. Yeah, and, and we're on chilling. video and we have thousands and thousands. Yeah, of views. because that is one thing that we would love to add one day if we yeah. could is the video aspect of the podcast. Podcast. right now i think we're not quite oh pros. hell no nope we don't got a little area set we're recording yeah yeah we record when <laughs> we can when we can we did it in a fucking hot tub last episode so. yep yep yeah there's that um so that's like a big dream is when we have our, a little area it would be so cool my biggest i, I would say that's like a dream for mm-hmm, sure mm-hmm. my biggest realistic hope for the podcast right now is just that we, I would personally like to get more downloads per episode consistently as they're coming out. Yeah. Um, because that would open us up for sponsorship activities and things like that to have ads. and But, like, I want to be really targeted. Not, like, targeted. What's the word? I want to be, I want their ads to be something that our listeners would actually maybe be interested in. Especially yeah. if it's, like, a deal that they can go and use a code for or something. I want it to be something that is, like, meaningful. But at the same time, yeah, it would be nice to get fucking paid. <laughs> <laughs> it would help a little bit. Isn't that all we want? Yeah. That's all we fucking want. I just want people to listen. I want to be spread more across yeah, me too. people's minds. But that's I a guess. good hope. That's just more, be more, not viral, but be more in people's ears, I guess. You yeah, be I. more in their in their scheme of uh, yeah. listening habits. Yeah, to have more of the valley, know who we are, that would be crazy. Yeah, I mean, or just to, like, be lo- featured on the local news or something ah, that'd be yeah, so cute yeah. being in a newspaper yeah that that would be anything. fucking sick as fuck ADN does a little piece on the local podcast yeah that'd be fun that'd be cool yeah. that's a hope mm-hmm. I'd be more viral be more known yeah just honestly you're probably pretty close to that all it takes is like one person writing a letter being like hey you need a new topic for your news article here we go 
Here we go. Yeah, I mean, season one is done, so we could do some. But then again, we're so explicit. I don't even know. Yeah, that's the one thing that has. (laughs) I'm sorry. True. I don't. (laughs) I don't mind that we're explicit because we can still be featured on the local news and just we'll be like, "Hey, we cuss," and we're. It is rated R. Yeah, it's rated. We're rated R. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's real though. It's just. It's just real. It's It's not for. For it, I mean, it's not necessarily for kids. That's something we would definitely have to say is this isn't like a family podcast. Oh, this hell is no. like, but maybe a teenager. Maybe like teenager, a teenager going through, and like going through stuff and yeah. learning and becoming a human and like just knowing how to have conversations with the people around you. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Which is exciting. Mm-hmm. I feel it also adds kind of like a layer of authenticity to it you know to be genuine and you know in life you're you you cuss a lot and it adds character I feel so I feel like it helps make it more right like it's just real it's real it's Um, like you're sitting down and talking to us in person yeah that's what everyone says and that's all we want exactly I love it everybody has a seat at the table type vibe yes it gives me those vibes. I don't know if you guys have ever watched this YouTube. I think it's like, I don't know if it's Vogue or who does it, but it's where those actors get around that black table, around table, and they just have like a round table discussion. And like they have one interviewer who's like interviewing all of them on all these different topics of life. Oh, yeah. And like, I love that shit. I eat that shit up. Yeah, so I, I wish like we had really, a talk show. Like yeah. maybe this podcast will become a talk show. That like, would be amazing. Channel 2, here we are. Yep. <laughs> no, oh, we, I, I would die. YouTube, we honestly, could. with we could. this as yeah. the premise, I would fucking die. Oh my god, I'd love it. But like, I think that's one of the bigger challenges too, though. Is I mean, challenge, but not challenge. Like, there's a lot of people who are interested, but it's a lot of people in our immediate vicinity or yeah. our immediate circles. I'm excited, and I guess I'm hopeful for when we can start interviewing people we don't know. Yeah. What episode or topic do you feel touched you the deepest? Um, hmm. Touch me the deepest. Um, I can't listen to our toxic parent one. Really? I can't listen to it. It's hard for you. It makes me, yeah, I can't do it. I can't. So I haven't yet. So I, I don't want <laughs> Not to. Not since I edited. It's very little bits and pieces, but when I start going on a tangent, I, I turn it off. I can't listen to it. I'm mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it's just a reminder of things. I think that one was definitely mm-hmm. one of the hardest. I think it's one of the most important, but I also think it's it's a hard topic to re- revisit and want to listen to as mm-hmm. much as the other topics which it's funny because it's one of our fastest growing right now oh is it and <laughs> that's funny and hello then, welcome to my fucked up life, life. <laughs> yeah, everyone's here for that though that they're here uh, for the drama of life i know i know that's just part of it but it's hard for me because i just don't like i was always like we always were like you know a little bit more keep your stuff in the dark type stuff Mm -hmm. and so and now like letting that all out it's just like and you also wanting to keep that in the dark Mm -hmm. and now it's just not it's not fuck no it's not like my mom could listen to that shit tomorrow Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and but I think also the one that immediately came to my mind 
was, I think, our first two episodes, or our second and third episodes, our mm-hmm. interview, our interview ones. Mm-hmm. I feel like those ones, they really touch me deep because they are so raw and they're the beginning of yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, and like, for real. We got so many chills just talking yeah. about stuff when we were doing those. And so I feel like those ones are some of my favorites, and they they sit with me a little bit more than the others. How do you feel this experience has empowered you? Um, I'm not scared, in a way. I like I kind of just don't let any of it get to me anymore. I feel like I've been mm-hmm. better. well. That's another thing. I'm like one year postpartum, mm-hmm. and so I feel like I've found this new person as well. So now here I am, just fucking speaking my truth and. If you don't yeah. like it, leave. Yeah, I I feel like it's definitely doing that for me too. But I feel like it's also empowered me to just try and be more leveled with how I word things as well. Because I am going to be talking about stuff that's really uncomfortable. But that stuff, I'm feeling more empowered to talk about those things. Mm-hmm. But I'm also just feeling more empowered to do it in the right way you know whereas before I might have been a little lazy (laughs) with that yeah I can see your point I think maybe that's another thing like with the toxic parents I feel like it kind of went off on that one Mm. but I let it all it's real and it's raw Mm -hmm. and that's what people appreciate but like just make me cringe in moments where I'm like maybe I shouldn't have said that but Mm. it's all true though right everything I say is true so, or that's how I felt at that time yeah and it sucks listening because it's like holy fuck did I really go through that yeah, that's tragic. Yeah, that that <laughs> that's was your reality. fucked up. That is so fucked up. I just I don't know. Maybe that's right. what it is. It's like it, this is a fucking dream, right? And that you're in the totally different space now. Mm-hmm. It's really jarring. And that was something after the toxic parenthood episode for me too. It was like weird to just go back over to my mom's house after kind of like feeling like I just shit talked them for yeah. an hour. You know, but that's not what I was doing. I was just speaking to my experience of what has happened. It's not what's happening now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, you know, I think something interesting is kind of culturally, there's a move away from just brush everything under the rug. We don't talk about it. And you see a lot more people being more open and honest. And the more you talk about it, I feel the more people don't really feel alone. Like they don't feel like I'm the only one that experienced this or struggle with my parents. Cause you know, you walk that line of, you know, you still love and respect them in a weird, you know, that inner child, but you still have issues and, you know, as an adult working to work through them, but also feeling that you can share that and be open about it and not have to feel guilty about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Kaylee is my person I go to for most of that kind of stuff. (laughs) Um, You're just very wise. I love that. That brings me joy to be a support. Um, What are you most excited? (laughs) Does it really though? It does. She's like, let's move on. It's very sweet. Um, what are you most excited about for season two? I think we have very different people. We're interviewing people we've never even would have thought to have interviewed, I think. Yes. And it's people that I haven't met, but you have. Yeah. 
Or, yeah, it, yeah, there's some people Tyra has not met yet that we're going to be interviewing, so I guess she gets my dream a little sooner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, there, it's mm-hmm. some people in my circle that are really interesting, and I'm really excited for their episodes. I think for season two, I am most excited for, um, a regular schedule of interviewing, because in season one, like we said, this was all really thrown together, and so, like, I'm ready for every Sunday almost to be a recording day and then exactly. have a schedule to when I edit because I'm going back to school mm-hmm. on Monday and I am, I know, on Monday. And so I'm really nervous for this. I'm going to take this next break before season two to kind of figure out what my schedule for that stuff is going to be. Um, and obviously I'll still be working on the podcast, but I just won't be recording anything for a couple of weeks. And so kind of figuring out what my schedule will be in life because this is probably going to be what my life is for like the next year Mm -hmm. um is school and podcast Mm -hmm. trying to balance friends and things like that so I'm really excited to just see how that pans out me too what are some topics that you haven't touched on yet that you hope to delve into So I feel like one of the topics that we haven't really touched on, but like we kind of like gloss over a couple times in different episodes is boundaries. I'd love to have like a big episode about like setting boundaries, keeping boundaries, experiences with that. That would be a good one to do with you someday. That's what I was just about to say. Do it with Kaylee. Um, I want to do some more. For sure. I feel like lately, especially. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Go Recording ahead. a podcast from states away has its difficulties for sure. Um, I was just going to say, I feel like lately a lot, even people in my life have approached me asking to talk about boundaries or asking questions and just kind of opening that discussion. So it's been, it's been a theme lately, I'd say. You're really good at it. What do you want from me? <laughs> um. Another one is, like, self-discovery. I feel like we kind of, again, have touched on those topics, but not done, like, a whole interview or discussion about, like, what it is and what our journey was like to discover ourselves. And I think, like, there's a lot of content that be- could be there. Yeah, that too. Um, and honestly, I uh, I don't want to re- say all of them because some of them are going to be in season two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like more on psychic mediums and more on, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we, we've kind of found our niche and we kind of just want to keep going through different topics and different aspects of those topics. As our life evolves mm-hmm. as well as we go mm-hmm. through things, I would like to still have our free episodes. Like I think what our biggest episodes also are are the ones where we just talk and we don't even interview anybody. I know. Those ones are huge hits. Huge hits. Which I get that too. So yeah. I do think maybe mm-hmm. we can incorporate more of just us on these topics too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think would be really fun. So I think that's like maybe a goal too. Yeah, maybe to rebalance how we do the podcast a little bit, which is an interesting idea. I definitely agree now that we have like more analytics to look at what is what is really catching our listeners is and it's it's funny it's like whenever I used to post on Instagram 
And I'd be like, why doesn't this picture get more likes than this picture? And almost consistently, it's always if it's just a picture of me, it does so much better than if it's a picture of me and other people. I don't know why. I don't know. Fucking Instagram, man. Yeah, so it's kind of the same for the podcast. Like, when it's us and other people, it does a little bit less. Um, People are just here for us, I think. You know, which is, you know, no offense to our interviewees. (laughs) (laughs) Just stating the facts here, man. (laughs) So, I don't know. I think it would be fun to do things on our own and just maybe even just talking about our, you know, biggest challenges. Like you said, self-discovery moments. Mm -hmm. And as we continue to go through self-discovery moments. Yeah. With the seasons and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think... I think another thing I'm really excited to talk about, we haven't really dedicated an episode to this yet. It might be season three-ish sometime, but I would really like to talk about this thing I found, which is the five themes of friendship, was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like, I want to look at like friendship psychology and stuff and maybe delve into some things like that and apply that maybe to our friendship and analyze things. I think that'd be a fun episode. That's something I would enjoy. Yeah. How have you felt supported through this process or what, you know, what has made you feel the most supported? Let's see. I think honestly, it's been the support from people like my mom and Kayla and Kayla's mom and Kayla's mom. But like, I I mean like mom and Kayla, I know for a fact, listen to every single episode when it comes out, but like just that kind of vibe too. So yes, uh, Carla as well. And like just the people listening it in general, like the comments and the, the, the feedback, the feedback. Yes. That uh, we get from people. I went to my old high school to go see Miss Humphreys. And she was like, I'm so excited. And she's like, I'm so glad you're doing season two because I don't know what I would do without you guys. It was really precious. Oh, my God. Really precious. That's just like, that's why I want to keep going because on the days that it's hard and I, like last night, I was so, like, we just got back from Vegas. So I haven't even, I hadn't edited that podcast. That we did with Kayla. <laughs> and I bet it was something And so I got up and I was doing it last night and I was like, oh my God. I was like, okay, I'm halfway through. I'm going to call my other sister because I was on the phone with Kaylee last night. What? And then I was on the phone with my other sister, took a break halfway through, fell asleep on the couch. <sighs> and then woke up at 4.30 and finished <laughs> it this morning. <laughs> but it's just like, it's like reasons that I keep going when it's hard and I just want to quit editing and i just want to post it as is, even though there's mistakes and it's not done yet and it's not a finished product and I'm just lazy and upset that I'm doing this. And I'm like, nah, it's for those girls who are listening, who are so excited to hear our next episode every week. And then to hear that people are actually interested and wanting more content from us fills me with like just tickles me pink yeah it does because also these are people that we don't get to talk to every day Mm -mm. so it's exciting that we still are interacting with people that we haven't spoke to in months weeks years that get to come on and be like oh my gosh this is this person has changed this person is different this person has gone through shit oh my god i went through shit too and then they are like also low-key experiencing it with us. Like a healing journey is kind of with what I us. See exactly, our, exactly. Yeah. And we have to do it for those people. Mm-hmm. We don't have to, but like we have we to. We want to. We want to. Yeah. 
do it with those people to help heal them as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just the listeners. It's just the people who are here consistently giving us feedback and letting us know that they take pride in what we do and makes me take pride in what we do. For sure. I love that. So the last one is just kind of me throwing a little younger sister razzle dazzle in here to finish us out, tie it up with a bow. Um, do you guys want to share your favorite memory of Kaylee? Mm. Yeah, I knew she was going to ask this. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> um, I think I have too many to count, so I'll talk a little bit while Tyra thinks, <laughs> unless you have one. <laughs> my favorite. Some Sorry my to favorite, throw you off. <laughs> some of my favorites are like when Kaylee and I, the fact that Kaylee and I will switch or we were more like twins and so it was like feeling supported in just a sister way instead of like a big sister little sister type vibe um and having like her help me she one time we were at our family farm and I don't know why but this really is one of my favorite memories of Kaylee and just very grateful to have her in this moment we were at my family's farm and there's a creek that runs through the property and we were walking the creek with our cousins and there was this really really big deep dark spot that you couldn't see the bottom of I'm really short so it was going to come up to like my I don't remember it was it was just deep it felt deep and so I was like like, waist deep waist deep maybe on me and I was like no I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not walking through that. I can't see the bottom. I'm scared. And so she had to carry me. Oh my god. On her back. And on the way, she stepped on a sharp rock <gasps> and cut her foot, but she kept carrying me across. Oh my god. She's a real MVP. Okay. It's little <laughs> um to be fair, to be fair, this came up when I was visiting our cousin Taylor just the other day. But um, oh, to be fair, God. I ferried Taylor across first. She was also scared. Ah. And it just happened <laughs> that when I had Brianna on my back, something spooked her. I don't know what happened. Like, Brianna freaked out about something. And she kind of, like, gave a little jerk or, like, squeezed me a little too tight. And I skinned my knee on a rock. It wasn't my foot. It was my knee. I like fell down. And then I stood back up with Brianna and finished carrying her across. Yeah. So she fell on her knee and still carried me across. I wouldn't get down. Oh my God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. I wouldn't have done it. (laughs) I would have been like, you have to get off. (laughs) But yeah, no, she's so, so great. I just think that's such a funny memory that I have um with her I don't know there's so many though there is you guys are very close to sisters mm-hmm. <clears throat> I honestly I can't mm-hmm. I mean me and Kaylee hung out but not as much I don't think Kaylee and I grew up close really honestly but I mean Kaylee was there for a lot of mm-hmm. our yeah like as a background person to me but I gotta say, like, I mean, Kaylee coming up last year for the <laughs> wedding and me being pregnant, because Kaylee stayed with me for half that time too. And I yep. think it was just, I think that was a beautiful time to know that mm-hmm. Kaylee views me as family and is willing to come stay with me is pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I enjoyed that a lot. We got pretty close that that trip. So I'm very and even the trip before that when you and Kaylee came and had to stay with me. Yeah. And mom got for, COVID. Yeah. Mom yeah. Got that was still a beautiful time. We painted my house. Yeah. That was a good time. No, I, yeah, I think that tops tops when you both got to come stay with me for that like ten days. Yeah, whatnot. it was so fun. It was like, oh shit, where do we go? Tyra, <laughs> we're moving in with you. <sighs> and Chance was down. Yeah, like he didn't didn't mm-hmm. fucking bother him, which is so nice. That is so nice. So fucking nice. But no, that was a really good. That was a very good memory. So now that I get when I look at my walls and shit, I know you guys. You know, Kaylee was there. You both helped me mm-hmm. at a drop of a fucking hat, man. Yeah. So that was nice. And my well, car breaking is, down. Sure. You guys left definitely... the airport. Oh my god, that was a mess. Yeah, I forgot that. I forgot that was that trip. Yep. Oh, yeah. Her car broke down and Eagle. Yeah, that was eventful. That was wild. Good times. Good times, everybody. Yeah. Got all the way there. Got picked us up. Got like 20 minutes back. And that was it. Yeah, we had to drop my car off at the middle college. But then Chance fucking drove it home. Remember? Yeah, he did. We put water in the fucking radiator and drove that bitch home. Yep, figured it out. Oh my god, Brandon! Yeah, and Brandon came and picked us up because I was so scared. I didn't know what the fuck to do. And yeah, mom had COVID, so mom couldn't fucking help us. So they just had to like, and that like that's what family does. (laughs) (laughs) They take care of you. Mm -hmm. You got no other option. Oh my god, so crazy. That was a good trip though. Kaylee, what is your favorite memories of us? Yeah. Okay, so I was kind of thinking about this because I kind of figured it would be turned around, right? (laughs) But I actually thought of, like, it would be fun to share, like, first memories type thing. Mm -hmm. And for Brianna, I mean, given that we're sisters, it's a little different. But I feel like just car rides, like, we were attached to the hip, but we were also shuttled to, like, families' houses a lot. And it was always us, like, falling asleep, like stacked heads in the back like she'd be on top of my head and then we'd switch and then she'd be my pillow and I don't know I just feel like car rides were such a huge chunk of our childhood um and no matter where we went it was the two of us (laughs) there's even pictures people could probably dig up on Facebook of us stacked in the back um and for Tyra my first memory of Tyra was actually before her and Brianna became friends um it was either at gym or cross country literally in like third or fourth grade whenever Tyra and Kelsey were really close at that time like they were attached to the hip and that's what I just remember Tyra and Kelsey and playing sharks and minnows and I just thought it was kind of fun because it's not it was kind of before Brianna and Tyra were really like friends that's funny was it at the the track meet or country field where mom face painted everybody's faces i didn't realize you were there (laughs) it was before that it was literally like a Uh practice um in the that's why i thought it was kind of fun because i was like i know what the fuck but i do um it was we were like playing sharks and minnows in like the soccer field behind sherrod yeah you know like between sheridan's walls i love i do remember playing sharks and minnows a lot i just can't give a yeah. lot no i can't either that's too so. funny i love that kaylee so it's kind of like a, a separate one yeah sharks and minnows i mean i'd play sharks and minnows <laughs> I fucking love that. yeah 
Now, if I were to pick my favorite memory of Tyra, it would probably have to be the chicken bone story. But oh my god, where what were just we? Kind we of were a... at the Crimson View house. Fun, goofy Tyra. Yeah, it was like the first time that you stayed with us for a longer period of time. Like, I can't remember how long it was, but it was like right before. Yes, and move, mom had made fucking chicken drumstick. We're eating dinner, and. Mm-hmm. And Tyra just cracked that bitch open and slurped out the inside <laughs> of the chicken bone. And me and Brianna were just kind of shocked. Oh, like, that. what the oh, fuck was that? And mom's like, no, that's really <laughs> yeah. normal. I used to have you guys doing it all the time. And like, but we're just and Tyra's just happy, just going ham on these like chicken drummies. Oh, it was I so funny. That memory. Or Tyra marrying our cat, yeah, Jameson. I mean, that's, that's a pretty favorite. funny memory, too. There's so many. It would be hard to pick just one, which is why I kind of went with the first memory route, because yeah. that was a fun little what twist. What is your favorite memory of Brianna? Um, oh, it, it's so hard to pick just one. Like, they're just our, our lives were just basically mirrors just, of each I other for so one. long. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean that that yeah, that's that story. Maybe I'll I'll tell the second half of that Creek story because that's just one that I feel like it's just such a classic, and I my friends <laughs> think it's great too, and I share it all the time. But um, we were after we got through that deep part, whatever we had been following the Creek, and we had gone over this fence that was kind of broken down and. We thought it was electrified. Then we realized this was running through water. So it's not. Um, So we just like climbed over it and Brianna had gone for a walk and she came back and she was like, oh, we're right next to the horse's pasture. And my our cousin Taylor is, you know, she's a horse girl. She loves her horses. And so she went for a walk, too. She was like, oh, I want to go see them. And so me and Brianna are like we had stopped at this kind of open, sandy area of the creek and Taylor had been gone for maybe five minutes and she comes back screaming. Like, I mean, screaming bloody murder. And the horses are galloping, like running fast behind her. And I, we're not comfortable with horses. We didn't grow up like, like if it was a moose, I'd know what to do. But I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a farm girl. I don't know what to do. And Taylor was always the one that we would ask. What do you do with horses, right? So she's running and screaming. I'm running and screaming, right? So Brianna and I just kind of like jump up and we're like, oh my God, what the fuck? And I raced up the other side of the creek, like ready to climb a tree. I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm getting the fuck out of here. And uh, it was totally fine. Taylor stopped. She's like, oh, what's your guys' problem? Like, why, why are you doing that? And I was like, what do you mean? Oh my God. Uh, and she's like, no, they were just running really fast. <laughs> Um, and, uh, <laughs> no, no worries. So, <laughs> yeah, so we, like, kind of settled down, and I was kind of like, Taylor, like, don't you feel you're a little dramatic there? Like, that was, that was a lot, but, you know, it's fine. Um, so we weren't next to the horse's pasture. We were in the horse's pasture. That little fence we climbed over, um, was the edge of their pasture. <laughs> and so for the way back, we were like, hmm. 
we're not going to climb back through the creek and have to go back through that big deep pit where I skinned my knee, right? So we were like, okay, we're going to cut through because we know the horse's pasture butts up to the one behind the barn. And I looked at Brianna and Taylor and I was like, I was terrified of cows at the time. Cows are kind of a thing for me. I don't like them. Their eyes are too big for their heads, all that business. Um, And I was like, okay, but promise me there's no cows in the pasture behind the barn. And they were like, no, no cows. Taylor's like, no, they're across the road. Don't worry about it, right? So we go through and we climb over the gate and we're coming up over the hill that's right behind the barn. And we get over the hill and there's like 30 fucking cows right there. Holy shit. And they all start moving towards us and I just start sobbing. And Brianna has always been like the most like supportive big sister in the way that like it was always like Kaylee first. And I am sitting here literally, mind you, I'm 12 or 13 sobbing my eyes out because there's cows coming at me. And I'm I was like, you promised. You promised no cows. And, um, what bitch, you know, we made it through, but I just, you know, I figured maybe I could cap off that story as, as the memory. Oh my fucking God. That's great. Yeah. That's a good one. I love that one. Yeah. Cause when cows see you, especially as a group, <laughs> they'll just, they'll make like a, and they'll start going towards you and just start walking towards you. And that's what I hate about cows is because when one of them starts coming, the other ones follow, even if they don't necessarily notice you. <laughs> and then you just have 30 fucking cows around you. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I have never been put in that predicament of fucking cows. You will. Yeah. You there. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll put you. No, they're. <laughs> Honestly, now that. at the farm, all you'll find is we could do some alpacas. I could. Oh, yeah. I could have you help me wrestle some rams, sheep. But uh, beyond that. They don't have any cows. Really the animals really hopping around. I thought they had cows no. last time I was there, but dang. No cows. That sucks. No, sometimes they rent out the fields and they've put cows on them, but uh, uh, yeah, it's not their cows. Gotcha. Um, I was going to say to stay on theme, Kaylee, I got one for you here because this is what we do with every interview is our fun, favorite, most favoriteest mm-hmm. question ever. Mm-hmm. What is your best piece of advice for living? Hmm. <clears throat> um, I gotta think about this for a second. You're good. We can pause. Yeah, we can. I can move sound around. Um, okay, I think I got it. Uh, I would say my best piece of advice just for life in general is to remember that there's no real timeline. Whatever, whenever things happen for you is when they're meant to happen. And sometimes slowing down and taking a deep breath and kind of recentering yourself and not holding yourself to any societal expectations or even family expectations. Just kind of knowing that your life is yours and however it happens is meant to be. I love that, Kaylee. That is that is such so a good reminder for everybody it's just your timeline is going to work out the way it needs to. 100%. We watch it every day of our lives. Yeah. 
Yeah. But we can't accept it sometimes. No. Which fucking sucks. But I love that. It's a good reminder for sure to just remember that, like, life is happening for you, not to To you. you. These things are at your own pace. You don't have to rush through life, which is something I do a lot. Yeah, I was going (laughs) to say it's definitely a... I feel like I just have to always be on the next... It's a topic of me and Brianna's pretty, pretty frequently, I'd say, but it's just a good thing that just sometimes people need that reminder. Right, because, I mean, you guys had both grown up in a house where there were high expectations of what you, you constantly need to be moving. Yeah, doing. Doing. Constantly to be doing. What's the next step? Well, how can you be better? Keep going. Keep going, keep going, keep going. So I think it's nice for you guys that you resonate with that, at least part of it, of just like, no, we can slow down because fuck you, this is my life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can do it. Well, and that's always been a thing, too, like. I remember when I was first with Nick and mom wanted, you know, she was worried that I was getting too serious about him. And she's like, you're so young. You still have to go out and live your life and experience this and this and this and this. And what if you're limiting yourself and your experiences? And I'm like, bro, bro, I'm going to experience what I experienced. This is my life. Just watch it happen. You don't have to dictate what's going to happen. Exactly. I appreciate the concern. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that's just a really nice reminder, Kaylee. Just it is your life and you will go as fast as you need to or as slow as you need to and just breathe. Live in the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, try not. And I would say too, try not to do what I did, which was to plan everything and then get disappointed when those things don't happen on that timeline. Expectations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't set so many expectations for when things will happen because the world is going to do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it is. And it's not always, like, outside expectations. Sometimes you're holding yourself to your own expectations that, you know, so you just need to recenter yourself and try and think of what's important now. And, you know, life's going to have challenges and there's nothing wrong with realizing you need to take a break and be able to breathe a little bit more and then keep going. Like, there's no yeah, what the fuck? no reason you can't take a pause. For anything. I love that. Thank you, Kaylee. Mm, thank you. Thank you for being here for our last episode. It was so special. Yeah. I appreciate having you and in general. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Kaylee's a good support. She good, is. good, good, good support. Yeah. So, well, thank you guys and thank you, Kaylee. It's been such a pleasure on this season, this journey. Mm-hmm. Wow, I just can't believe we're about to close out on season one. I know, how exciting. And everybody, season two comes out, I think, sometime in October, middle of October. October 15th. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Right after Friday the 13th. Yep, so get ready. We'll be back. Spooky season is amongst us. Oh, yeah. All right, well, bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much.